0: Well, hello again from the cabin in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Another episode of the Coach Mack Show on the Chippewa Sports Network. It returns for Week 12 of the final week in the final game of the 2021 regular season. Chris Jarrett with you. No Adam Jackson tonight with Tony Barbie and the Central Michigan men's basketball team. A hard trade-off for him out in Vegas as Central Michigan tonight taking on the best team in college basketball, number one, Gonzaga. No Brock as well, but you're in good hands as Coach Mack will join us in the next segment. We'll talk all about how Central Michigan, the last time out on Wednesday, as it was put, steamrolled Ball State, 37-17 on the road. Coach Mack said, I wanted Ball State to feel us after last year's game at Kelly Shorts, and I think they felt us. We'll also look ahead to Central Michigan's upcoming game this holiday week with Thanksgiving on Thursday. A Black Friday contest for CMU at Kelly Shorts on Friday, a noon kick against Eastern Michigan and the Michigan Mac on the line. Western has held the trophy for the last three seasons. CMU looking for that Michigan Mac trophy for the first time since 2017. And then, of course, bowl selections after the Mac championship game. Chippewas will be finding out after this Friday game where they will be playing their bowl. Contest as they were bowl eligible with the win against Kent State. A lot of big headlines after the win. Lou Nichols another 200-plus rushing game. Named the Mac West Offensive Player of the Week for the second consecutive week. Great show tonight as well. Keith Murphy, the special teams and safeties coach, joins us. And then how about a pair of seniors kind of fitting for senior night on Friday from Mount Pleasant. The hometown kid Hunter Butchkowski joins us. And from Chicago, Illinois, fellow senior Remy Simmons will be on as well. We're live at the cabin just off mission at the corner of Broomfield and Crawford. Week 12 Coach Mac show tonight on the Chippewa Sports Network. We'll go ahead and take our break, and the coach, Jim McElwain, will join us next. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Khalil Pimpleton in motion, far side, second and 10 for Central Michigan. Snap back to Richardson has time, now rolls right, launches down the far side, has Sullivan, catches at the five, into the far corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Central Michigan. All right, we're back on the Coach Mack show with the third season head coach, Jim McIlwain. Chris Jarrett with you from the cabin in Mount Pleasant. That was the touchdown from Jacory Sullivan to tie the ball game at seven at the time. The last time out for CMU, they'd go on to top ball state, 37-17, 28 points. In just the first half, Ball State, a team coach, as we welcome you in, they they had allowed entering that game, only giving up twenty-eight points a contest, and you put twenty-eight. That start really powered you the rest of the way. No,
1: that's right, and, and uh, I was uh, I was really happy with our guys. That 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 was a you got me. Still, how's you go. You got me now. There got you know, yeah. We're all in. I think so. Okay. Yeah. No, I got. I got to tell you, I think uh, you know they they went right down the field and scored on us, and uh, you know for us to come back and get that, uh, you know, kind of give an answer was was really big, and and um, I'm really proud of the way we played. Uh, I just felt that uh, you know we really dominated the football game, and 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 felt like that's what we should be doing all year long. So we're playing our best ball right now. I'm excited about that. Um, I think our guys realize what it takes to go play our best ball and um, You know we'll find out here on this uh, Friday. Hopefully we'll get some people in the stands.
0: Yeah You put up 133 points in the last three games and two of those had to come on the road and that's at Western at Ball State two teams that both losses last year, but you right the wrong this year with wins and again doing it on the road. So must be nice to be able to come home and and maybe sleep in your own bed a little bit and enjoy the confines. of well, Pleasant
1: And actually kind of exercise some demons, you know, both those teams that you talked about just uh, beat the living tar out of us. And um, so it was good. It was good to see our guys respond. Um, more importantly, I just, uh, you know, I talked about the parts and I, and I felt we had really good parts. I think right now those parts are coming together as a whole, and uh, it's it's great to see, uh, it's great to see the guys enjoying it, having a good time out there. I think our defense has really stepped up. They've gotten some turnovers, uh, which have led to us being successful on offense as well. What when you when you break down last week, what was one of the more
0: impressive takeaways in terms of how your team was able to get it done and what? We talked about a really, really tough game in the elements in the weather.
1: Well, I think when you look at it, the balance, I mean, our our balance has been fantastic. You know, we're hitting on, you know, over 500 yards a game here and, and, uh, you know, doing it half on the ground, half on the air. Uh, People are struggling right now figuring out what they need to take away, uh, which is good um, up front. Uh, we're playing better on both sides of the ball. And, and uh, I think one of the keys, too, defensively, is we're doing a much better job on first and second downs, getting them in uncomfortable down and distances. Well, and
0: then when you look at the leading tacklers for guys on defense, I think it was five or six different guys that had six tackles spread across guys at the line, in the yeah. box, in the secondary. <laughs> so a really a combined effort on that end as well. No, and
1: I think you know you see the guys running to the ball. That that's really what it's all about, and and uh, it's it's been it's been good to see. Now you know we've got our challenge ahead of us, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, with that come Friday.
0: And you looked at that, too, and you recognized the challenge in Drew Plitt, the quarterback, the returner for Ball State. And then at halftime, you said, had it to do a, a better job of containing things on the edge. And I think in the yep. second half, you
1: really did. Sure enough, we did. Uh, you know, they, they they saw something on film and, and took advantage of it. We weren't fitting the outside uh, run plays uh, the way we needed to. And, and we got that kind of shored up and, and took that away. And, and I mean, look, at. We pitched a shutout in the second half, and I think they only had 57 yards. So um, we got a chance to win a lot of ball games when we're playing like that.
0: You certainly do, as as long as you've got the guys that you've got on the field as you do. And one of those is Lou Nichols, who posts his, he had a career high against Kent, 215, and then tops that career high with 219 on the road against Ball State just kind of a game that maybe fit the M.O. with the guys up front in the elements, being able to create the space for him and let him do his thing when he needed to.
1: Well, and the crazy thing is uh, Lou wasn't feeling good. He was a little under the weather. So uh, he actually took some breaks that normally he doesn't take. Mm. So who knows what that could have yeah. been, right? But, uh, you know, any time you running back does that and, and, and Lou's been having a, a fantastic season but there's so much more that goes into it. The guys up front, the tight ends, um, you know, those are the guys that, that create those that space for those guys to go make those plays.
0: That's his Michael Jordan flu game, maybe, as you can look yeah, at that and draw those parallels. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what
1: it is. I, I didn't see him hit any threes. But, uh, no, he, he, uh, he, he took advantage of it. And, he, you know, there again, I thought, They got tired of tackling him. You know, he did a good job early uh, running behind his pads, um, creating some contact, and as the game wears on, Yeah, that wears on you as a tackler.
0: Well, and how many times, too, for folks that watch the game or if they listen to Adam and Brock, you could certainly hear the reaction from Brock as well. Seeing Lou run the ball downhill and he meets the guys in the secondary, and it looks like a bowling ball hitting a pin with how the guy goes down that's got to just really inspire the sideline and the offense.
1: No, it does, and and you're going to see a lot more people trying to cut tackle him, you know, because they don't want to, they don't want to wrap it up, but, uh, you know, with that, you know, with that, he's 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 having a really good season. But there again, um, even the guys downfield, you know, that have been taking care of the second and third level to allow him to create some of those explosive runs. I'm just I'm proud of him. And and you know, D. Rich didn't play great. You know, through a couple interceptions, which is not like him. Um, and yet, um, take those away, and he was very efficient in what we were trying to accomplish. And you know, they're again almost, you know, they had another 300-yard game. So, um, you know, you feel good about the balance. You feel good about that part. Um, feel great about our defense getting the ball back and, uh, you know, shutting the team out in the second half and only giving up 57 yards. And let me tell you something, that, that that's a really good offense. Um, that running back who's only a freshman, uh, we're going to have nightmares about him in the future. And, uh, of course, that quarterback's as good good a quarterback because yeah. there isn't in this league.
0: All right. Well, Central Michigan pitches the second half shutout against Ball State, and they topped the Cardinals last time out 37-17. We will talk about the upcoming game for the Central Michigan Chippewas. We take another break on the Coach Mac show and come back and take a look at Eastern Michigan that will come to Mount Pleasant next week at Kelly Shorts, a noon kick on Friday. That's next on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Central Michigan leading, 10 minutes to play, first half. Shotgun snap, back to Richardson, to Simmons. Reverse near side, Pimpleton with room to the 35. 30 and blockers in front, 25-20, down the sideline, 10, 5, touchdown, Khalil Pimpleton. The reverse works to perfection for the Chippewas. Back on the Coach Mack Show from the cabin in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Chris Jarrett, Jim McElwain with you. And there's a name that we didn't even get to talk about when looking at Ball State is... The weapon on offense that is Khalil Pimpleton.
1: No, it's, it was great to see. He he, uh, he actually had quite a few. Uh, <clears throat> you got me on there. Mm-hmm. All right. He, he had uh, you know his best production from an offensive standpoint, point from a yardage uh, part of it, and you know the other thing that. that yeah, he didn't get any punt returns, but they refused to kick to him. <laughs> so we ended up getting really good field position, uh, you know, about that. But you know, they did the right thing. I wouldn't punt to him either
0: yeah certainly not with what he did against western michigan and looking ahead now with eastern michigan coming to town that of course with emu topping western the last time out that puts the michigan mac on the line the chippewas with a chance to just get another win on the season but ultimately be the best in michigan in the mac with senior day upcoming at kelly short stadium on friday
1: no i think you know we we you know there's two trophies that, that we have an opportunity to play for guaranteed um, every year. You know, obviously the cannon, which means so much, and now the opportunity to, to sweep uh, the schools in the state and, and carry the Michigan Mac trophy. Um, I'm excited. We've got a great place for it um, uh, set up. And, uh, you know, this is a team that, that is playing really, really well. Um, you know, my hat's off to uh, their staff, uh, their head coach, um you know for what they're able to accomplish at a place like eastern michigan you know that doesn't have a lot of tradition he's done a good job of, of trying to build you know a culture around this hard hat and you know all this blue collar stuff and, and i think they've really bought in as a team you can see the way they're playing um you know they cause you some issues because they're notorious for filming other team sidelines and stealing signals so we've had to spend the last couple of days changing all our signals offensively and defensively, and you know it's just it's kind of a BS deal, but that's who they are.
0: For Eastern, this is their first seven or more win season since 2018, and it's another tough quarterback assignment where you had played against Ball State. This time, it's Ben Bryant.
1: No, he's he's playing great. That guy, that guy runs the show, and and you know what? That little receiver. Um, you know he has been a thorn in our side the last couple of years. He is really, really, really a good player. They throw it efficiently. Um, they do a great job defensively, keeping it in front of them. And you know, coming with some opportune blitzes, uh, um, it, it'll be it'll be a tough, tough matchup. And and a team obviously that'll come in here. You know. L- l- you know we've got a huge rivalry, obviously, with the the Circle Ws down there, wherever that is. And you know these guys, they they need they need us, um, and they circle this. I gave them some bulletin board material a year ago. Uh, I told our guys, don't, whatever you do, don't do that. And I went ahead and did it. So they'll be coming in here uh, wanting to rip our heads off, and. Uh, Yet, you know, the only thing I got for it is we had to change all our signals because they film you. So,
0: what what was when you look? I'm happy you brought up last year too because that was a ball game that you put up 25 to get the win. Yeah, it was Easter. it was
1: embarrassing, you know, and and I told our guys that, and uh, yet, you know, they they played their tails off, and like I said, they've got good players. Uh, you know, don't really. You don't care for how they play sometimes and this and that. But we've got to do a great job of keeping our cool and uh, playing our game and understanding that the game's about us. Uh, it's not about the opponent.
0: One of the traditions that you'll be able to do, you talk about opportunity, is to say thank you to the seniors listed on the yeah, roster. Yeah, this and is really always
1: s- tough. Well, yeah. when,
0: when you look at the seniors, too, uh, you'll always have contributors wherever they contribute, but some really heavy hitters in terms of seniors that you'll have to say thank to. Thank you on Friday.
1: Well, and I told these guys when we started the week, um, you know, this is one of those games, you know, you, you go to, uh, you know, the... the, the uh, golf outing that we have with all the alumni and, and former players and you know what they talk about the western game and inevitably they talk about their senior day it's something that they'll remember forever uh it's it's um it's a special special time you know the young guys i think should have play a little harder but you know what i think it's really up to the seniors to lead the group and say let's finish this thing out right um, You know, the thing that I will be so grateful for this senior class is they're a group of guys that welcomed us in as a new coaching staff and uh, bought in and um, have really done some fantastic things here.
0: And that's going to be on Friday upcoming against Eastern Michigan, a rivalry that CMU has just – They've paced. Eastern hasn't won in, in 10 years in Mount Pleasant. I think a large part is just probably because of the atmosphere that's been created at Kelly Short Stadium.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, the kids are all gone. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of crowd we're going to get. <laughs> uh, and yet, uh, you know, it shouldn't matter. It's it's senior day. We're, we're playing for a trophy, uh, playing against a team that, that is going to come in here sky, sky high, um, you know, because they got a chance to beat, you know, Central Michigan and uh, that's really uh, should be a fantastic game. We're looking forward to it
0: It'd be a great game too to watch after Thanksgiving on Thursday Of course is there a, is there a food that you look to on Thanksgiving that you're always most excited for yeah. Side?
1: yeah, 100% my mom's uh, fruit salad is is to die for uh, It's fantastic uh, fruit cocktail with some uh, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's something i'm not a big turkey guy so really you know i would simply just have the roll and my mom's fruit salad not a big turkey guy not a big turkey guy okay
0: yeah it's i know that that's the debate is some people might
1: think it's a little overrated is that where you'd slate yourself Uh, no i just probably really like my mom's fruit (laughs) salad i think is what it is yeah well great to talk about maybe we'll, we'll talk about it
0: with Keith Murphy, the special teams and safeties coach, when he joins us on the next segment. Talk to him about the group of guys that he's had on the special team side.
1: And so is this still sponsored by Fabiano Brothers and Bud and Bud Light? They've right? got it
0: cold right over there at Yeah, the bar? they
1: do. That's yeah. fantastic. Anybody get a chance to get down here and look at all the good-looking pizza out there here at the cabin. That's crazy.
0: I might have to get one here to kind of just get myself ready for Thanksgiving, get my mind right. There you go. To wait on That's Thursday. exactly right. Yeah. Well, this is the Coach Mack Show, and we will catch up with Keith Murphy next on the Chippewa Sports Network presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light.
2: Head off to Nichols, left side to the
0: 35, stumbles forward to the 40, breaks the tackle, down the far sideline, 45-40, to the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Lou Nichols! <laughs> that was Lou Nichols to make it 28 to 10 on the Chippewa Sports Network. We're back on the Coach Mack Show. Now joined by the special teams and safeties coach, Keith Murphy. Keith, how you doing tonight? Doing great, how you doing? Doing, doing really good. Let me get you turned up here. Okay sounds good all good yeah are you
1: on Murph
2: I think so I can hear myself <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you you can actually hear yourself yeah. that, that's actually a good thing <laughs> yeah how the heck are you tonight
2: I'm great good falling Thaw- out a little bit but I'm great <laughs> yeah
1: I tell you what we're getting used to it that was a little yeah. cold a little chilly at practice today yeah but at least the Sun was out right
2: yeah that's right I'm from the Northwest so I, I get it a little bit I can I can handle it
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> so Murph and I actually go back we we've got uh, kind of a lot in common you, you, you played your college ball for the huskies Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, following that, you, you bounced around coaching a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, you're yeah, actually the better half. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That yep. you met. Your wife My is wife a Gary, yep. Eastern Washington Eagle.
2: Yep. That's right. She's actually working right now. So she can tell how hard she's dedicated to that. She understands what's going on. So, uh, yeah. Go Eagles, right? That's right.
1: <laughs> and you coached at Eastern for quite a while.
2: I did. Eight years. So, 99 to 2007. Yep.
1: So when was it that you uh, took your foray into the National Football League when you were with the Rams?
2: So that was actually went from Eastern to uh, St. Louis Rams right there in 07 and 08. So those two years. Yeah, Th-
1: that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, How was that experience? You know, you, you, you actually told the guys uh, a yeah. I thought was fantastic the night before the game um, you know about a special teams guy, but uh yeah. You know, what was that like as far as coaching those guys at that level with the special teams?
2: Yeah, so it, it's kind of funny, because maybe you get a little picture of, of the guys at that level saying, oh, I don't need to do that. But it really, it, and, you know, some people would un- remember these names, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. They actually would take the hats, you know, the, for the scout team and say, hey, where is their best guy? Yep. And I'm going to put that hat on, and I'm going to give the best look for the kickoff return Punt, punt return team so we can win football games and at that level it's everybody does whatever it takes to win even if you're a hall of fame player
1: that's right and and you know the players themselves um you know a lot of times they go into the league thinking you know i'm the running back or i'm the receiver or yeah. whatever i only play linebacker or whatever it is yeah. but the majority of the guys on the roster make the roster because of special teams
2: and you sh- you unbelievable the number of guys and when the trainer runs on the field towards them they run away yeah (laughs) they don't want anything to do with the trainers they know that uh, I got to be out there for all special teams do whatever it takes and uh, you know we have uh, plenty of players that in the past here in the Chippewas uh, Nick Ballore I mean he's 12 years in the NFL and now he's with the Seahawks and
1: uh, Uh, Jonathan uh, Ward our running back just recently yeah no doubt Mm -hmm. no that's fantastic you know um you know, the experience with the special teams. Tell us how it's been this year, knowing that we actually have 100 players where a year ago we had 50. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> yeah, it was amazing because, uh, you know, you have two units usually that you want to run down on kickoff, the scout team. And so you get the best look. But last year it was it was coaches and uh, <laughs> on the second unit and just kind of really just a walkthrough with the second unit. That's so right, we had, had, we
1: had Asset and yeah. Clifford, the big red dog running down and, yeah, you know. All them guys, yeah. yeah. That was (laughs) was great. (laughs) That was fantastic, but uh, I think it's been a testament to our team, kind of where our numbers are. Yeah. Special teams wise this year.
2: Yeah, because there are guys right now that were on those scout teams that are playing for us right now. And that happens with every program and you train them and you give them the basics, fundamentals on how to do things. So when it comes time for them to play via injury or proving themselves on the scouts and we don't, we don't hold those guys back. and. and they show that they can do it. They get on the field and then now all of a sudden they're contributing because of the injuries or the you know the lack of depth in certain areas.
1: Well, and you and you look at guys even like on our team now like like George Douglas yeah. uh uh Rolian mm-hmm. you know, that played every single special team. Absolutely. And now, you know, those guys they've got the experience but they still play on a special team.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, cuz you look at it also the other part when you know, you have some younger guys that step up to be filling and back up roles. Now they're playing a few more snaps and maybe taking a few more snaps from a starter. And now those guys are begging, hey, I want to keep playing. I want to keep So they put me on special teams. George Douglas, for example, the prime example. Now he wants to be on everything. So. And, that, he, and he's done a great job on kickoff.
1: No, he really has. And, mm-hmm. and that's something we've gotten a lot better at. I mean, our numbers throughout. And, and you do a great job of, of talking about really the hidden yardage, which mm-hmm. is – the advantage that you get in special team possessions—kind of explain that a little bit. Yeah,
2: so we, we always talk about what's called the team approach, and uh, you know, us as a special teams unit, you know, whenever we take the field, it's the first play for the offense or the first play for the defense. And let's just say, for example, this last two, this last game, we had two punts where we downed the ball at the 10 and the 12-yard line. Okay. And so we say, okay, now we're given the field position for the defense to do their job. Okay, so they say, you know what, we're going to take the field and we're going to do our job. So they went three and out on both those occasions. Okay, they punt the ball, and I heard you talk about, you know, punting away from KP, obviously who is a very dangerous returner. So they give us good field position at around the 50, and then uh, the offense takes it down and scores a touchdown. So that's 14 points right there, and that's the what we call the team approach: is offense. Okay, is does or special teams does it for the offense? Okay, special teams does it for the defense, and in turn, we're great as a team.
1: No, it's 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 been fantastic, and and to see how the kids practice and and um, you know how they've how they've jumped into it. I I think one of the things that that you, it really hit me a year ago. Mm-hmm. Was um, you know the importance of a scout team. Yeah. 100%. Because we didn't have one.
2: One hundred percent.
1: And. Yeah. Uh, you know, we saved some money and all that kind of stuff, but it might have been the stupidest thing I've ever done, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, but this year, having those guys, yeah. you know, and seeing them compete.
2: Mm hmm. 100%. And then, you know, like I said, you have that depth on the scout team, running two units down, you get a better look, uh, you know, at, at. I'll tell you what, talk about the story. Jacore Sullivan has kind of bought into that, too. He actually runs down on the scout team kickoff. That's right. Uh, you hope he doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't get hurt, but he. he Decides he wants to do that, and and that's a great example for everybody. And talk about the uh, senior leadership there, you know, going into this game. Right. He's, he's actually done that, and uh, the guys love it.
1: Yeah. Well, Murph, i looking forward to seeing what we do this week. Uh, Got to come up with some explosives on that special team, and 100%. and keep them pinned back. But uh, you do a fantastic job, and I can't tell you how happy we are. You and your family are here, uh, in town, and in. We are Man, thrilled. we're glad you're here.
2: We're thrilled. We absolutely love it. All right, Murph. Four seasons. That's <laughs> <love> it. it. <laughs> that's it, all four. Yeah. Make <laughs> some noise for him. The special
0: teams and safeties coach, Keith Murphy, joining us on the Coach Mac Show on the Chippewa Sports Network. We'll go ahead and take a break and catch up with one of the two seniors that's with us tonight. Uh, how about the Mount Pleasant native, Hunter Butchkowski, joining us next on the Coach Mac Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano <laughs> Brothers. Proud distributors of Fun by Bud <laughs> Formation for CMU. Richardson hands off right side. Nichols bursting towards the goal line. Dives in. Touchdown
2: Central Michigan. Third of the night for Lou Nichols. Hey, hey, Ball State. We're going to hand it to Nichols. We're inside the the three-yard line
0: there's Procaterras letting the Ball State fans and coaches and players know that they're going to give it to Sweet Lou on the ground. <laughs> and it was an attack that they could not stop all night. Chris Jarrett, head coach Jim McAway, now joined by the senior Hunter Butchkowski on the Coach Mac Show.
1: How about this? We yeah. finally get a townie in here.
3: <laughs> Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, Let's not, hear not, it for not Hunter. Not Hunter. I mean, Hunter.
1: that's what I'm talking about. Hunter, I did your uh,
0: – I did your Petoskey and Mount Pleasant game in Petoskey for the – was it for the
3: regional title? Yep, regional. Do you remember yeah. that game? Uh, I do. That was a mud fest up there. I get pulled by uh, three pulling guards, and all of a sudden I'm scooting back five yards in the mud. <laughs> so, the way they w- run their offense and the field up there was a pretty neat cool experience, yeah.
1: So, you, you, you being able to, you know, come here to Central Michigan, how has that been – uh as far as you know your hometown
3: uh i guess my dad likes saving on gas money (laughs) for, for the games you could say that but uh yep i am from here uh grandparents here parents here brothers here So, uh, and my cousin now, Chase Petty, is on the team now. So I got a lot of family support and friends around the community.
1: I thought it was really cool when we were on the bus, when we were going out for breakfast with the team out at Murphy's Farm out there, all right? And Murph and a bunch of his buddies, you know, put together one heck of a spread for us. But as we're going through town, you're kind of given the the bus you're given like the, the tour
3: yeah I was like well if you just go down that road about a mile take a right that's where I live and about half the bus were like what yeah <laughs> so it was uh yeah it was I could have drove there yeah turn by turn
1: that's right so uh, tell me if it's true or not because uh, from what I was told you were kind of a little league legend here in baseball
3: is that kind of true um you could definitely say baseball is a big Sport in the Mount Pleasant area. We got a couple of state championships to show that so uh, and your brother Yeah, and and my brother too and uh, as you can see we take a lot of Oilers and send them off to baseball Schools Uh as well. So yeah baseball is pretty big in Mount
4: Pleasant
1: So I, I, I was actually visiting with somebody that watched you pitch when I think you were 12 (laughs) <laughs> and, and they wondered if you were
3: the same size now as you were then. I mean, I guess you, like, scared the heck out of those little kids. Yeah, I, I always used to be a little husky growing yeah. up, I will say that. Uh-huh. I think I've maybe grown about two inches since I was 12. <laughs> <I> got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> yeah, when you're looking at all our offensive linemen, it's like, yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, How has this senior year been for you, bud? Uh, I actually – well, it's a lot better than last year. We yeah. had 50 guys on the team, so bringing all the all the new freshmen, making those new relationships, uh, it's a lot better, a lot more positive vibes, and just everyone's there having a good time.
1: What What are some of the things uh, that that you foresee kind of going to go through your mind when you go out of that tunnel for the last time at Kelly Shorts uh, come this Friday?
3: Uh, that's. That's a good thing. I, I never thought it was gonna end being a freshman in the back rows, but uh, you see there and see all the seniors say it's gonna come quick. It's gonna come quick, and all the freshmen, no, it's no, it's not, no, it's not. But uh, I'm, yeah, it's gonna be wild on Friday. Might shed a few tears.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, uh, you won't be the first, and you won't be the only. You <laughs> know, when it comes to that. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, you you've got now. When we get done
3: with the season, you go on to student teach, mm-hmm. right? The uh, student teaching. I'm in pre-student teaching, so I'm just observing right now. But next <laughs> semester, I'll have more of the reins and teaching some lesson plans. Sure.
1: Now, where is that going to occur?
3: I do not know yet. They will so give they, me that information probably end of December. So I'll give you a
1: nightmare. So I went and student taught, and I walked in, and the guy threw me this wad of keys, and I didn't see him again until the end of the semester. so he had a great semester that was a
3: teacher that was supposed to
1: teach me how to teach and i had a wad of keys and he said have at it so
3: he was having a prep hour is what we would like to call it the whole day
1: the whole day (laughs) he had a prep day yeah (laughs) that's right well hunter man i'm i'm so glad that that you were able to come up and, and spend some time and and what an asset you've been to this program obviously you know when we got here we talked about uh you know, I, I don't really know what a fullback is, right? How mm-hmm. how has it been moving to tight end?
3: Uh, I run a lot more routes yeah. compared to our old offense, but it gets me in shape. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Don't mind it. H-back.
1: That, that's right. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, tell you what, what Lou Nichols has been doing this year, direct reflection on what your room's been doing. Uh, iso on some of that stuff, slicing on the, yeah. on the zone
3: plays. Yeah. Either uh, – I tell Lou all the time, was like, just follow 44 <laughs> that, every single time. Just follow 44 wherever I go.
1: That, and you know what? You're going to lead him to the promised land. There's no doubt about it. Well, thanks, Butch. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Coach. All right. We'll
0: catch up with another senior, Remy Simmons from Chicago, when we come back on the Coach Mac Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back on the Coach Mack Show in the cabin in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Chris Jarrod, Jim McElwain, Remy Simmons, another senior with yes, us. Sir. Remy, how you doing tonight?
4: I'm doing pretty good. Can't go playing. Still on waiting Coach on the Coach Mack Show. Oh, you got the pizza he's on there. the
1: Coach Mack yes, Show. I so <laughs> mean, he's, he's arrived, right? It's the Remy Simmons Show now. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes, sir. Uh, Remy, tell us a little bit now. Obviously, uh, man, am I glad you're here number one. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate I, it. I wish there was some way we could get another couple years out of you.
4: Man, uh-huh. the way I feel with this group, that's how I feel, too. I don't <laughs> want to leave them yet.
1: No, I hear you. Well, Remy, you 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 you're originally from Chicago, right? Yes, sir. And we were talking earlier. You not only played football, but a 24-foot uh, long
4: jumper? Long jumper. Yeah, I was pretty good at it. I did not know I'd be good at it. My coach, uh, um, he recommended that I ran track to make me a better athlete on the football field, so I just went with it. And um, I just I don't know. It was just like a gift that I had. I didn't I didn't have no technique or nothing. I just <laughs> jumped and I ended up jumping to 24. So everybody was like surprised about that. So I'm like, okay, they like you could actually take it somewhere, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm a football player. You're a football I'm, player, and yeah. yes, you
1: are. There's no doubt. Um, you you came to us after graduating from Stephen F. Austin,
4: mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. How the heck did you end up down there? Um, I went to a community college. I went to Garden City Community College. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the best of grades coming out of high school, so, you know, I, I ended up there, but I had to change all that around. I knew that I knew what I wanted out of my life, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to decide to do everything right. Get good grades. Um, do the right thing on the field. I ended up graduating out of Garden City in three semesters. So wow. so that's how I ended up at Stephen F. Austin. I didn't have no offers or of none come out of high school. So I'm like, okay, my first offer, it was a D1 offer full around, I'm like, I'm, I'm going. Sure. I didn't give it a chance to wait to get more offers.
1: Sure, and, and uh, <clears throat> you finished up your degree and got your degree at Stephen F. Austin. Yes, sir. What did you get your degree in?
4: Oh um, man, kinesiology and I got my minor in business. Awesome, yes, awesome.
1: Uh, so you get this phone call kind of in the middle of the summer, <coughs> maybe even late summer. about coming to Central Michigan University (laughs) tell me what that was like
4: um at first it didn't feel real because I was sitting at the at home for about five or six months so and you know um the season is going to start in about a month or so so I'm I'm kind of thinking football is done for me I'm like okay it's time to start thinking of a career start thinking of a plan And um I just got this call and it was coach Barbet he like you still want to play ball I'm like this what I've been waiting on. It, it, it's been a blessing ever since.
1: Yeah. So you, um, you know, you come in here, and, and obviously the guys had all been together all summer and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How was it walking into the locker room, kind of as a new guy?
4: I tell the perspective from Stephen F. Austin, and I tell it from CMU. When I got to Stephen F. Austin, it wasn't as friendly a surrounding. It was it was it wasn't easy making friends like. I kind of had to prove myself there when I got when I walked in here didn't nobody know me but everybody knew my name they that's how I feel welcome hey Remy how you doing they asking how my day went they asking did I want to hang with them so I just felt at home off back I'm like okay this is a good this is a good group of guys
1: right Mm -hmm. the uh, you know um, as far as like the transition for you like you know picking it up like you did and, and how fast and I don't think a lot of people know but you actually we make you play all all the receiver positions.
4: That's yes, sir. How's that been? Um, I feel the it's just the person who I am, I take it serious. So like I, I it wasn't too much of a, a adjustment for me. I, it's just a studying thing. You just gotta go home, study, do it on your own time and and I feel like if you just have that type of work ethic any receiver could play every position. You just gotta, you know, have the right mindset. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, it's, as far as, like, a, coming here to Central, adjusting uh, to, you know, different coaches, different team, different
4: offensive scheme, how, how hard was that? Um. It was, it, at the beginning, it was pretty hard because, like I said, the season was in about a month away. And It's like it's kind of pressure on me like you got to get everything right. You got to do the right things But like I said, I'm a hard worker. I, um, I, I Take pride in what I do. So like if I don't do the right things I you know, I feel some type of way about it So it's just the work ethic for me Like I was just locked in and focused for that whole month knowing that we have a game coming up.
1: Yeah, Uh As you've been kind of watching a little film on these guys what what are some of the things that we've got to kind of make sure we we do to take care of what our business
4: the main thing is just not react to what they do that's the main thing i'm not worried about our play on the field it's the after the play type stuff these guys kind of chippy That's what I've been seeing on field. They just um, they do little stuff that nobody sees after the play that it cause us to react and for us to get the penalty. So that's just the main thing that we just got to stay focused on the goal. And that's the win.
1: Yeah. No. And then, you know what, it's a senior day for you. Mm -hmm. A second one, kind of, as as you look at it. Right. Yes, sir. Um, What were a couple just something that maybe stood out for you so far this year? Yeah. Uh, being a
4: Chippewa what stood out for me What really stood out for me that I could say is that we have a, I told you this before when I first got we got a player Led team like these guys they they love football like they wake up they Eat sleep breathe football. You got players like KP you got players like you know to Corey They they take it serious. So with that being said it's it um. It, the whole group what they do make the whole group follow after them and I love that like I never been on a part of a team where they could bring the whole group together and be like okay let's go guys it's not just the coaches it's the players too that's right mm-hmm. no
1: we've got to uh, tell you what as I've said from the get-go I just love this team I love the guys in that locker room and and you know every year you're going to lose some great ones and uh, we had Butch up earlier we're going to obviously miss the heck out of Remy and uh, I'm just so glad you
4: chose to come be a Chippewa man. I'm, I'm glad to be a coach. This been a this been the best three four months that of me playing football. Like the feeling is crazy because I actually thought I wouldn't be playing football no more, and I actually ended up on a good a, a great team. So I'm blessed. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Well, when you
0: Remy, when you said. You had track, but it wanted to be football. Mm-hmm. Why Why was it football? When did that love start?
4: I, since I was a little kid. I've been playing football since about eight years old. So I didn't, I never ran track before. I didn't know I was going to be this good at track. So in my head, I'm like, I already knew I wasn't going to run. Everybody wanted me to do it, but it's like, no, nah, my love with football. I love football. Yeah.
0: You showed the wheels a little bit at Ball State. Five catches for you. Did you feel like the, the workload was picked up a little bit? What was um, that like?
4: It was just... I ended in I ended up in the game at the right time. Yeah. you know, but I They I know the coaches have confidence in me, but we got some very good guys on the team So it's like you can't take away from them, you know, but when when I get in the game, they expect you, They expect me to do the same thing they do. That's just what it is
0: What's the weather like in Michigan a little bit like Chicago where you're where you're from? Mm-hmm. But a little bit of a break when you went to Stephen up
4: it was a lot of a break
1: <laughs> 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 <That> humidity <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, it's probably about 60 or 75 degrees where I was, and um in Texas. But here, I mean, I grew up in it, so and it's no snow outside, so I can't complain. Yeah. It's it's good weather to me, football. But that's right.
0: Th- this was
4: Remy Simmons with
0: us on the Coach Mack Show, and he'll have his senior day with Hunter Butchkowski on friday against eastern michigan with the noon kick we'll go ahead and take another break come back to the cabin and close the coach match really. with some final sorry, thoughts sorry, on, on the chippewa sports network from learfield done about fabiano All brothers right. try to distributors of bud and bud light Back inside the cabin on the Coach Mac show. One final time before we close things down on the Chippewa Sports Network. And you Chris think Sheridan, about one final
1: time, I think this is the last show of the season. I just want to take the opportunity to thank Johnny Hunter and uh, his establishments and, and his people for putting this on, both at Hunter's Ale House and, of course, moving it here to the cabin when we uh went to maction so uh but let's hear it up here for johnny and and his folks they do a fantastic job and 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 all of the places that he has here in town are all wonderful food wonderful people um the the workers are are always friendly and uh you know it says a lot about the the kind of people that he and danae are that they're able to put together such a great staff
0: and in contrast of last year it's got to be nice too to just be able to be in the public well yeah and actually have people here i mean
1: this is uh this pizza heck out of sitting in my robe in my front room doing it on a podcast yeah yeah well and did you get that visual
0: i didn't want to i just kind of moved right on from it but I i got it because i was one of them to have to do that last year like many others but about Central Michigan basketball? A busy night on the oh, No. wow, I mean, Gonzaga. getting a chance
1: to play the Zags uh, there in Vegas, I think this will be, you know, I think any time you get an opportunity to play up like that, and uh, of course, Mark Few and, and the Zags, Mark is a very close friend of mine and, and my wife's Karen, in fact, she actually did their, he and Marcy's wedding uh, when they got married there in Spokane. But uh, that opportunity for the Chippewas playing a national stage against the number one team in the country, uh, I'm, I'm excited as heck about that. I just wish it wasn't so late.
0: I, I was going to ask you, is that kind of pushing the bedtime? It certainly is for me. Well, you know,
1: that's one thing you learn about you know, when you live on the West Coast. All this stuff comes a lot earlier, and you can get to bed earlier. You know, you don't have to wait up all night for these games.
0: It's something to get used to, too. You wake up, especially on an NFL Sunday, you wake up at about 9, 10 o'clock, and there's games on your Th- TV.
1: There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think it's great, and I know we have a good crew of Chippewas down there uh, rooting them on. And, and uh, again, I'll I say this about Tony now. He's, uh, he's going out and getting this team ready. I mean, they're really playing a schedule, uh, some of the guys that they're playing, and, and uh, it's only going to help them when they get into league.
0: Looking, too, at recruiting, you've got recruiting with the NLI early signing period coming up in December 15th. What's what's the coaching staff and support staff doing to hit the trail to, to try and meet that deadline before the 15th? Well,
1: we're actually, uh, you know, we'll have a team meeting on Saturday right after uh, Friday's game. And then everybody's on the road recruiting. We'll be in uh, people's houses. We'll be in schools. Uh, we'll have uh, actual kids on campus with official visits for the next two weekends. Um, you know, we've got a great jump start on it. Um, you know, we can actually kind of really start even working on 23 and 24 class. And that's kind of how recruiting is gone right now is you've got to get ahead of it. And if you don't, you're behind. So uh, for us, uh, we've got a great commit list. Uh, we've got a lot of guys, uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting to that early signing and, and then uh, moving forward from there.
0: Certainly looking forward to that, and certainly looking forward to Senior Day for Central Michigan. Seven and four, five and two in the MAC. They host Eastern for the Michigan MAC Trophy on Friday. Yeah, that it should
1: noon. be an outstanding game. They're a really good football team. Um, you know, their their staff uh, has done a fantastic job of, of you know, kind of creating what they want to create there and uh, kind of who they are and what they're all about. Um, you know, we've got to do a fantastic job. Like Remy said, you know, we can't get caught up in the cheap stuff and all that kind of stuff. we we got to worry about ourselves.
0: Well, Coach, thanks for your time tonight. And we're certainly looking forward to the game on Friday at Kelly Shorts. Pre-game coverage at 11 with myself, Brock, and Adam have the call at noon from Kelly Shorts Stadium in Mount Pleasant when Central hosts Eastern this Let's Friday. Let's get some
1: people out there. Let's huh? get them. That's well, right.
0: Thanks so much for joining us for the Coach Mac Show. Folks, have a great night and fire up chips.